Do you like to be the first name of your sex tape? Well, if you like to be the first to listen to podcasts, you might want to check out our Patreon because now we're offering a brand new membership tier called Name of Your Sex Tape. I couldn't help it, guys. I'm sorry. For five pounds a month, you'll get an ad-free version of our weekly episode on a Tuesday, a full day earlier than its usual release. So you can be the very first to talk about how funny our guest was, how quickly you cracked the case, or how badly I answered a question. Plus, you'll get all the benefits of our regular tier, including our live Zoom records, a special shout out on the podcast, and if you really like to hear us talk, we've got an entire back catalog of extra content. Check it out on patreon.com forward slash drunk women solving crime. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Fancy coming along to see Drunk Women Solving Crime live? Ooh, yes please. Why not join us for our monthly London residency at the marvellous Museum of Comedy? We've got monthly shows through to June. Plus, every show is a double header, so you get to see us record not one, but two episodes with two fantastic guests. You can find tickets on our website, drunkwomensolvingcrime.com. Shows are selling out fast, so be quick. Noise. Noise. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. The drunk women solving crime will become the drunk guilty feminists solving crime when they perform as part of the guilty feminist mashup season on the 1st of September 2019 at the King's Place, York Road, London. Special guests for the evening will be comedian Sindhu V and tickets are available from drunkwomensolvingcrime.com. Drunk women solving crime. Solving crime, give me a cheer if you're having a drink tonight. Yes, yeah, so are we and have been for an hour. So uh, we are excited to start. We are a, uh, well, we're a true crime comedy podcast. Give me a cheer if you've listened to the podcast. Ooh, give me a cheer if this is your first time. Oh, okay, very nice. You're very welcome. This is where peach schnapps meets phone taps. Oh. It's where nightcaps meet kidnaps oh and hannah you're beautiful thank you <laughs> and it's where tequila meets cereal keela yeah we've done 52 episodes now and these are getting harder so <laughs> it's a true crime podcast with a twist of lime that's for the people that have listened before thank you uh so i'm detective george detective Hannah george this is detective taylor glenn Hello. This is Detective Katie Wilkins. Hi. But we've got someone, <laughs> we've got someone else on the force tonight. We have a guest. Uh, so please, ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Suk Odla. <laughs> there she is. 
Hello. 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 How are you doing? Sorry, I'm very excited to be here. So, <laughs> I'm genuinely such a big fan of the podcast. <laughs> this might not be very interesting for anyone, but I am freaking out. Like, I'm so excited. <laughs> We've had her on every night this run. It's, it's all a show. It's all a big show. Um, well, you'll know the drill. So the first part we do with the podcast is we ask, have you ever been the victim of a crime? I have, and I've chosen the best one for you. <gasps> Thank Ooh. you. So... Um, <laughs> When I was in my early 20s, um, which was a rather long time ago, I didn't have a very sophisticated filter when it came to men. Uh What? A woman in their early 20s? (laughs) (laughs) And I I met a a man on um, a website and we went for a date and... um, he was very late to the date, 25 minutes late. I still remember it. Ooh, it was 12 wow. years ago. It was. <laughs> what what was, was his excuse for being late? Um, he lost his oyster card. Okay, okay, okay. Yep. Yeah, this is before. <laughs> it is very before poor. you could use a contactless card, though. It is. And what? I was 23. Yeah. So, um, so I let it slide, but then he turned up and he didn't buy me a drink. By the way, these are not the crimes. This is just kind of leading up to the <laughs> Oh, they are crying. That's it. Um, Aren't they, though? Aren't they? (laughs) And um, so he turned up and he said, oh, I see you've got a drink. I'll just get myself one. Rude. Gets himself a drink. Then sits next to me like this, like a psychopath. (laughs) As if we're in the 50s and we're sharing a milkshake. And then um, I went to the loo at one point to call a friend and um, and I came back out. And I, anyway, um, also the date was very long and he, he at one point called his cat because she'd just given birth. And um, <laughs> Wait, no, we have to Yikes. circle back round to that. What? Yeah, yeah he, he, he called his flatmate so he could talk to his cat Holy because shit. she'd given birth. Is anyone else turned on though? Like, that's kind of that's a caring guy. Like you, he would be there at the birth of your child. Is what? Well, no, you'd be yeah. on a date with someone else. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, he fucking sucks. Well, you really worked your way through that, Hannah. Yeah. Good. Hang on. And then he and then he tried to kiss me, but I really didn't want to kiss him, and he obviously couldn't read the signs, and so I I I almost broke his nose. Um, oh. Again, this is not the crime. Um, but I kind of put my hand in his face, but then I went up a bit. So oh. I was like that, but then up, yeah. which is like, it just could be quite Lethal. nasty. Yeah. Uh, I didn't realise, I was just panicked. Um, <laughs> and when I finally got home, I realised there was £10 missing out of my purse. <gasps> and when I'd gone to the loo, he'd, he'd gone oh into my bag. Oh my God. Yeah. What a petty oh motherfucker. God. I know. Well, he had to buy cat food. (laughs) (laughs) And he had to get the best. The £10 cat food. And a new Oyster card. Oh, yeah. So was it 100% him? It definitely was him. Uh, Because I doubted myself at first. I was like, oh, maybe I like spent it on (laughs) something. But he was, no, it wasn't. Wow. No, it was him. He was him. And that was the only time that I'd left my purse unattended. Never again. No. Anyway, we're married now when we're... Uh, <laughs> oh, mate, at least you hurt his nose. Yeah, at least I hurt his nose. Although, get this, if somebody was to do that to you, if somebody was, like, I literally put my hand in yeah. his face, almost broke his nose, and shouted, no! <laughs> really loudly, he came back with, oh, you're obviously not ready yet. <gasps> oh, God! Gross, but also... Blurred lines! <laughs> 
Oh, God. Jesus. Ugh. That's a horrible date, isn't that's it? A, yeah. That's not a good Sorry, date. Sorry, I feel like I just brought us down a little bit. I don't <laughs> Do you? No, not at all. What's the best date you've been on? You got something to counteract? <laughs> no. <laughs> I wish I did. When you okay. date someone online, and the only reason I haven't is because I'm just too old and that wasn't available for me and I wish it had been, but uh, can you rate your date? Is it like, like Uber? Uber. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, no. wouldn't that have been nice if you could have given them one star and a yeah. little review? I've often like, think that people should come with references. Yeah, yeah. all sorts like of stuff Tinder. that we use for other services. Yeah, of course. Like, isn't there a LinkedIn for dating? Or Men shouldn't be allowed to rate women. Yeah, oh, no. Because it wouldn't no. be fair. <laughs> I'm just trying to idea. be fair. <laughs> So on this podcast, we sometimes ask if that person was in front of you now. Uh, are you in? Uh, what was his name? I want to say Richard. <laughs> what Richard? a dick. Yeah. Let's, hey. call him, let's call him Rapey Richard. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Maybe uh, that's too strong. Maybe that's too this strong. This would be weird. I think it's a bit uh, strong. Rapey Richard, <laughs> you in? <laughs> no, he's not. In. So we would say, what would you say to him now if he was in front of you now? Coercive kisser Richard. Sorry, there we go. There we go. Katie loves a nickname. If anyone yeah. wants one at the end of the show, she'll. Oh. What would I say to him right now? Yeah, about your ten pounds, about the twenty-five minutes, about the cat. Would, would you put the bone of his nose all the way in? Like, I don't know. It's up to you. I think I'd probably say like, um, don't go to dates wearing slacks and having straightened your hair. Wow. I yeah, uh, forgot to mention this, and he was he was wearing like a pleather jacket. <sighs> we finally got to the crime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like a weird, like a Metallica satchel. Wow. What? That is a name Sorry, for a hardcore vagina. I should have set this up earlier, shouldn't I? <laughs> Come what? see my stand-up. It's better than this, I promise. <laughs> um. What is a Metallica satchel? It was a satchel with Metallica with on Metallica it. With Metallica Like a record it. bag for those of you who went to school in the 90s. If you had record gear on record bags. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Wow. He's a Metallica fan. So what would you say to him? I'd say I would oh, like my ten pounds back, please. Yes. <laughs> With interest. Yeah, interest. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. That's fair enough. Jesus Christ. Wow. Okay. Sorry, that was quite a tale, wasn't it? I think you <laughs> no, that was I think great. you just wanted me to say, Oh, I got my phone stolen no, 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 seventy three. No, no. We didn't. Um, we didn't. We want to hear about people that phone their fucking cats. That's yeah. why we do this. <laughs> yeah, geez. How are your hybrid human cat kittens doing, <laughs> fucker? And, yeah. Anyone listening um on the podcast as well, and also here. <laughs> You're such an afterthought, you guys. Yeah. I mean, you guys are cool, but um, just so many red flags. Just it's always good. It's always good to to look out for the red flags. That's all I'm saying. It's kind of a lifestyle podcast as well. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? I, there was a quote. I think it's from Bo, Bojack Horseman, and it said, "It's something like if you're wearing rose-tinted glasses, all red flags are just flags." <laughs> I thought that was I just thought that was wise, man. That, that wise. shit is wise. I get all of my stuff like that from cartoons. It's um, <laughs> um right, okay, so the next part of the podcast, uh, ladies and gentlemen, is when we delve into some true crime and uh, we do a little bit like a quiz, uh, if you will. So today we're discussing Mary Frith, or as she was better known, Mole Cutpurse. Uh-oh. <gasps> Mary was a notorious pickpocket and criminal in the London underworld. She lived in a time when women were supposed to be weak and timid and stay at home taking care of the children. But Mary took to the street... Or kittens. Let's be... (laughs) Let's be woke. Because we're here now. (laughs) But Mary took to the streets and stage, making a spectacle of herself. Hard relate. I relate to that. (laughs) 
So um, Mary would wear men's clothing, drink in taverns with men, and pick fights in the street for entertainment. Oh, I like her. I like her. She sounds like every woman I went out in in my lesbian phase. (laughs) (laughs) Do we? I mean, I sort of want to hear more about that. um, um, So, when do you think this was? Mary cut purse, not your lesbian face. Okay. Ooh. 1998. No, um, <laughs> was it just after Richard? Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> um, I'm going to say seven t- 1800s. 1800s. We've got 1800s. Yeah, I've got Victorian era in my okay, head. Just okay. When you pay, because I have a feeling this is going to be like a scandal that she dresses like a man. And sure. And a spectacle of herself on stage. Think about that. Mm. I'm going 1910. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Women have not had a good time for so many years. Because this uh, this was in 1584. Whoa. Okay. Oh, we're going old school tonight. Um, so, well, Mary was born Shit. in 1584. 15, 1584. Wow. Wow. <laughs> uh, she was born close to St. Paul's Cathedral uh, and was the only child of a shoemaker and a housewife. I can already relate to her because I was born in 1984 (laughs) (laughs) and I'm an only child. And your dad was a builder. (laughs) He makes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, So she very quickly acquired a reputation as a Tom Rig or a Hoyden. What do you think those words mean? Those crazy 15th century oh. words. A tomwig or a hoyden? hoyden. What was the first one? Tomwig. Is that somebody Tom who Rig. dresses like a boy? Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> they let her do that? Well, yeah, as a child they did. So she was a tomboy and a mm. hoyden means... Is a hoyden a precursor to hoe? It's, it means a it means a boisterous girl. So you decide. Uh huh. Yeah, boisterous girl. <laughs> so uh, by age sixteen, Mary had started pickpocketing and was arrested for nicking a purse in Clerkenwell. Uh, two other girls were arrested, suggesting she was becoming part of a gang. Uh, so her family decided she was falling in with the wrong crowd, and they had to do something about this. What do you think they did? Sent her to boarding school. Sent her to boarding school. <gasps> no, it wasn't. Sorry, I just oh. repeated it. I'm. So- <laughs> I'm just like enthusiastic to a fault. That's the problem. Sorry. No. Uh, <laughs> sorry, mate. Can I try again? Yes, go on. Uh, send her to an orphanage. They sent her somewhere. Workhouse. No. Uh, oh, uh, think about the time. A factory? To what? Port. No, not a factory. It's, it's something to do with Taylor. And it's a thing that wasn't a thing before. America. She's an apprentice. America! <laughs> <laughs> It was America. A it was thing that wasn't a thing. <laughs> that really ought to be our new tagline. <laughs> it was we weren't always a thing. <laughs> um, her uncle, specifically, who was a minister, uh, he decided the best thing for her would be to put her on board a ship to the New World. Uh, so they'd had enough of her here and sent her to America. It's like James Corden. <laughs> <laughs> just, a, just, a bit of, just a bit of fun. Um, so <laughs> So 16-year-old Mary uh, is shoved on this boat for America uh, so she can essentially go and meet her husband out there is, was the idea. But she doesn't want to go. Uh, so what do you think she does? She jumps ship. In, like physically jumps to another ship? Before she even gets on the ship. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> do you want to really like, do you want to get it as soon as Sook doesn't get it? Okay, so what do you think? <laughs> uh, does she fall in with a band of pirates? Oh, that would be a better story. (laughs) Katie? She disguises herself and runs away. 
Well, Ooh. she sort of does. She does a little bit of everything. She jumps ship in the sense that she literally just jumps off the ship uh, when it's in port. She just jumps straight off. It's like how I tell people I cycle because I have a bike. <laughs> <laughs> she uh, Yeah, she swims straight to shore. Um, and uh, So she just got like jumped out when it was really shallow? Yeah, literally whilst it was still in the harbour. <laughs> oh, bless. Like, Bye, mum and dad. <laughs> and get to the other side. Oh, <laughs> what was that splash? <laughs> um, that would have made such a better movie than Titanic. <laughs> uh, after that she uh, resolved never to go near her uncle again um, and began hanging out in the seedier areas of London mm. uh, so she started getting a reputation as a pickpocket but was caught several times does anyone want to hazard a guess as to the punishment for pickpocketing in the 16th century is it death it was sort of death there was oh, they a precursor off. not quite it was something to do with the hands um, painted them red Oh, no, no, red good, yeah, 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 So they didn't cut them off. No. They didn't kill her. No. Uh, did they Broke make her... Finger. Sorry, I, I'm so <laughs> Break her fingers? Sorry. Break her fingers? Yeah. But I, I was going to say make her wear mittens so that she can't <laughs> use better. her fingers. That's but better. maybe it's breaking fingers sounds a bit more extreme. <laughs> make her wear mittens? <laughs> I it would be hard you. to pickpocket, wouldn't it? Yeah. If you've got these fucking shit. She wears the mittens of shame. <laughs> <laughs> she shall neither pickpocket nor masturbate again. <laughs> I'm too. I'm really big into masturbation yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. Detective masturbation in the front row. You're very also, welcome. So, what a lie. I mean, who doesn't have wank mittens? <laughs> Oh, God. Um, so, um, does anybody, anyone in the audience, historian, do you know what the punishment for pickpocketing the 16th century was? Australia. Australia. Oh. <laughs> Wasn't as bad as all that. <laughs> Actually, it was, uh, you had your hands burnt. Oh, burnt. Oh, yeah. I see. Which is just me cooking, essentially. Oh. <laughs> How badly burnt? Well, quite badly burnt. Um, <laughs> well, essentially... Um, Mary ha- had her hand burn, and what they did is they did it because basically you got your hand burn, and then if you were going to, um, if you did it again, they go, oh, you've already had your hand burn, you're going to be killed now because right. it would mean that you couldn't sort of get oh, off the death penalty. Strikes. I just realised how painful that would be. It took me a couple minutes, <laughs> but I just actually pictured it. That's that's bad. Guys. Yeah, it's not great. And she had like up to four. Her hands were burnt like four times. Right. So she just had really healing skin. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Um, so, like, basically, it was like um, she could she couldn't plead. If you have a hand burnt, you couldn't plead the benefit of the clergy. Now, what do you think the benefit of the clergy is? They'll say she's only done it once. Let her off. Sort of, but it's what you have to do to get off the death penalty. A couple of Hail Marys. Well, essentially, you had just read a passage from the Bible. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's it. You and then you rather that than death which I thought was quite fair Um, so it was around this time when she was in her early 20s that Mary started uh, wearing men's clothing Uh, so what do you think is the problem with wearing men's clothing in the 16th century very strict social gender code yeah (laughs) I mean that's a very sensible answer and yes Um, Taylor that (laughs) probably I third that okay It was it was illegal. So Mary was arrested. It was actually illegal. Oh. Yeah. So she wow. couldn't like pass as a dude. No, that's not what she was doing. She was like, I am oh. a woman. She was tried for wearing indecent and manly apparel. That was the name of the uh, 
of the crime. Um, and I was looking into these kind of rules. Um, and guess when women were finally allowed to have pockets in their clothes in the UK? Oh, God, it was like 10 years ago or something. <laughs> Is it 2050? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like proper fucking pockets. Yeah, We've real got pockets yeah. we yeah. still yeah. don't have. We yeah. don't. Fake yeah. pockets we have. We do. Happened. Decorative Shall little yeah. shallow pockets. Yeah. What are those yeah. even right? You can't even hook your thumb in there and pretend yeah. you're cool. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me, I try. <laughs> um, it was in the 1800s. Yeah. Said so nowhere mm. to put their phones. Like, where would they? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, but Mary wasn't the only woman of her day who wore men's clothes. Uh, it was something of a fad among the young lower class women who frequented London's theatres and brothels. Mm. Uh, no. They were known as the Roaring Girls. Nice. Oh. That's cool. It's better than detective masturbation, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> In terms of a nickname, that's very cool. Um, and they were um, they'd crop their hair and carry swords. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And yeah, and that's what Mary did. Um, so King James, who was a king at the time, was incensed by the cross-dressing. And on Christmas Day, 1611... Is this Bible King James? Yeah, this is the guy that killed all the witches. Oh, my God. He was a lad. He was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know if you've heard of me, but I edit the Bible. It's a little book. Tells um, you what to do. She was, yeah, she was sent to prison for wearing what? trousers, literally. Oh. Um, and after her sentence was served, uh, she was taken to the open-air pulpit of St. Paul's uh, during the Sunday sermon to repent for her unfeminine ways. Wow. Um, and she was made to wear something that was supposed to humiliate her. What was it? To humiliate her? Yeah. Um... Was it last year's catwalk <laughs> line? <laughs> Was it like, oh, it's at TK Maxx now? Um, <laughs> was it bootleg jeans and a handkerchief top? <laughs> Katie? Um, was it... Um, well, if it, they think it's going to humiliate her, is it more men's clothes? Or, but if she... They wanna, that's playing right into her if, hands. If, yeah, <laughs> if they wanted to wear a dress... That's going to be humiliating for her, but that's not going to endear her to dresses. Like, no, it's very... What it was And is, they wouldn't let her show... It's They wouldn't make her be naked because that would be indecent. Like, this mm. doesn't go Game of Thronesies, does it? <laughs> well, no, only for witches. <laughs> they got them naked. Yeah, and shaved them every... Anyway, oh, yeah. That's, that's true. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was here yesterday. I'm sorry. <laughs> go to a salon and just be like, I want a full witch. <laughs> <laughs> Get rid of everything on my head and yeah. my mouth. <laughs> sort out my cauldron. Um, <laughs> don't know what that was. Okay. Um, so what it was is they made her wear a white sheet. Ah, you look like a fucking a Halloween bed. costume. <laughs> yeah. Why would you do that? It's just, isn't that just that doesn't flatter your waist? Oh, <laughs> I don't get that at all. Yeah. Do you think it humiliated her? No. No. Well, I mean, not this is Molly Cutpurse we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, she's badass. <laughs> Ma has had her hands burnt. She's not going to worry about a little sheet. Yeah. yeah she's Ma. laughing at this sheet. And there's not any KKK yet, so you wouldn't be like, oh no, don't mistake me. So <laughs> this is fine. You're right. No, Mary was fine with it, but apparently uh, she seemed as though she was very uh, penitent uh, and she was openly weeping uh, whilst the Sunday sermon was happening and she was in the uh, the cloth but okay. it's sort of why do you think it's, it's not because she was humiliated why do you think she was she just was laughing she... so hard <laughs> yeah <laughs> right <laughs> laughing hysterically or playing the game she was doing a little bit of what we're doing tonight Getting she drunk. was drunk she was fucking smashed <laughs> oh my god 
good. <laughs> it's amazing. Well, and apparently, she, everyone How did she was. managed that? I know. Apparently, she drew. Uh, she drank like a couple of bottles of fortified wine. Who gave her that? Commu- <laughs> is it communion wine? Had she been at the communion oh, wine? Oh my god, she solved it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, she just got absolutely smashed. And she was there going... <laughs> and then people were like, oh my God, she's really repenting for what she's done. She was just wow. off her tits. Wow. Yeah. I love her. Good, good girl. Um, so at, the, yeah, at this point, she became a bit of a local legend. Of course she would. Um, as she smoked a pipe, <gasps> continued to wear men's clothing and loved a bloody dare. Oh. oh, who doesn't? <laughs> Taylor loves her there. So she was friends uh, with a famous a showman. A threat there. <laughs> well, I love it. This is becoming a running theme. Like, Taylor loves a dare. Will you tell them what you've done? No, never. But like eight episodes in, I'll say, don't worry. We'll get there. <laughs> it's truly disgusting. It makes you. Li- it's not. It was funny. Okay. It is <laughs> funny. You say potato. Um, so <laughs> she. <laughs> she she was friends with a famous showman called William Banks, who dared her to ride the three miles from Charing Cross to Shoreditch, dressed as a man on his famous dancing horse. Wow. Who was called a Marocco. She accepted the bet of £20 immediately. Now, of course, she like wears men's clothing quite a lot, but to be on a horse riding through uh, Drawing town... Drawing a lot of attention. Exactly. Mm. But she's, she's already been in trouble. Very it's risky. illegal. And the horse is jamming out, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> What's a dancing horse? I know, it's kind of a celebrity horse. Um, so uh, she drew some more attention to herself while she was doing... What do you think she did while she was on the horse, like riding through London? Did she whoop? <laughs> okay. She did, did she do a Lady Godiva take all her clothes off? Ooh. Well, that's kind of beyond the point if she's got to be dressed as a man. Oh, yes. <laughs> did she spray people with something or like throw stuff at people? Because that sounds awesome. <laughs> I would do that. <laughs> no, she didn't. She got herself a trumpet. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. And a banner. I don't know what it said oh. on the banner. Oh. Like, Look we at me, bitches. <laughs> oh, she could ride awesome. with one hand. I mean, that alone. <laughs> um, yeah. I do that on my bike, though. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm out cycling. Uh, Mary later <laughs> said that as she rode, the journey was a lark until she reached Bishopsgate with a mild left to go, whereupon, passing under the gate, a plaguey orange wench, which Uh is a great insult. An old relative of Trump. (laughs) 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 If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods 
for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. <laughs> uh, she knew me and no sooner let me pass her, but she cried out, Come down, thou shame of woman, or we will pull thee down. Oh, no. <gasps> Don't be so formal. <laughs> <laughs> But Mary got away with it. She got to Shoreditch. She won the 20 quid. Oh, wow. Oh, nice. Good girl. Now, <laughs> I know that you're all thinking, who the fuck was this horse, right? Who is this celebrity horse? Um, <laughs> and this is Morocco. And he was quite a big name in London. Um, wh- why? I mean, we've kind of sort of touched on this. What sort of tricks do you think this horse did that people went, oh, fucking hell, that's a cool horse? Flossing. <laughs> Imagine a horse flossing. That's fucking awesome. No. Uh, did you do your tax return? <laughs> <laughs> Casey? Um, well, like sort of circus tricks. Like he could walk on his hind legs or something. Yeah, a little bit of legs up. He could, Do you know what? You, you said, Stuff. I mean, you said do your tax return, right? Can he count? He can count money. <laughs> what? Holy shit. Wow. 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 You're very good, very good at this. You um, are good he at can this. Bow. <laughs> I watch a lot of Midsummer Murders. <laughs> um, he could bow and curtsy, pick out different colours, and even tell a virgin from a married woman in the <laughs> audience. Oh, come on. Which is a game I thought we'd play tonight. <laughs> he has a ringer helping him do this stuff. I'm calling it. What a horrible <laughs> game. I know. <laughs> I know. That we're playing now. <laughs> no, we're not. We're what not. What if you got caught out like Audrey? <laughs> you whore. You hoyden. <laughs> uh, most impressively, he could urinate on request. Well, I mean. Oh, we can all do that. <laughs> right? Yeah, if the money's right. <laughs> <laughs> this horse isn't better than us. <laughs> Um, so when other animal acts started getting successful... Uh, Why would you want a horse to urinate on request? <laughs> like, he's doing all these other amazing tricks. Like, watch this, guys, for the big finale. Like, oh. Okay. They didn't have Netflix, I guess. <laughs> really um, yeah, he... Well, Banks of Morocco took things to a whole new level and they ascended over a thousand steps to the rooftop of the then flat St. Paul's Cathedral and they performed their act up there. Ooh. And then Morocco walked down all the steps himself and everyone was more impressed with that. <laughs> Again, Genuinely, yeah. No Netflix. So much harder to go down. So in the 16th century... Um, <laughs> well, it is. It is. You've been walking around this city. Fuck, it's hard to go down the hills. I don't even know what muscle I'm tensing <laughs> when I do that. So after a while... It makes me feel like I have to urinate on request. <laughs> Uh, so the 16th century uh, people, they see this like horse doing this crazy shit and they accuse him of something. What do you think they accuse him witchcraft. of? Witchcraft. Yeah, she got in there. Come on. Oh, fucking yes. oh no. It's witchcraft. Horse. Yeah. Um, I don't know what happened. If they bent him at the stake, I would have been, smelled delicious, I imagine. <laughs> <laughs> 
Too much. Um, oh dear. <laughs> Did someone say too much? These are the fun tidbits you get at the live show that will be cut out of the edit. <laughs> Um, so back to Mary, she was such a legend at this point that she had two plays written about her. Uh, cool. One that actually survives to this day. In her time. Wow. Yeah, in her time. Oh my gosh, she was successful in her time. Yeah. What does that feel like? <laughs> <laughs> um, so one was by a man called John Day and it was called The Mad Pranks of Mary Mull of the Bankside. Oh, catchy. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Edit it down, John. Um, yeah. And then, <laughs> Another play called The Roaring Girl. That's mm. Okay, that's, mm. ca- that's snappier. Mm-hmm. That would sell in Edinburgh. You can, you can elevate mm. a pitch, that one. <laughs> that's uh, Thomas Middleton right, right. and Thomas Decker. Um, so although the part of Mary was obviously played by a bloke because women were not allowed on stage because this happens. <laughs> and uh, and uh, there was someone was allowed a cameo. Who do you think was allowed a cameo? Was it the horse? <laughs> the horse is gone, guys. <laughs> Yeah, Katie is, yeah. Oh, oh, the horses. The horses. Let's just have a moment. Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was respectful. Was to it her. King James? <laughs> no, that would have been amazing. Is it, it Shakespeare? No. <gasps> oh, that would have been good as well. It was Mary herself. Aww. Oh, that's nice. Of oh, I pictured her there the whole time. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. She didn't star in her own show. Do no, because like- she was a woman. Like, she couldn't, genuinely. She was there going, oh, I could. Maybe I could play the part of, uh, of Mary me. Frith. Yeah. 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 Um, Sorry. Do you know what? So who so played her? Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's so depressing about this too is do you think she was thinking, oh, probably like things would be better for women in that like maybe in 10 years women can act and it was another 500 years <laughs> before anything changed. Well, do you know what? She was possibly the first English woman to perform in a public theatre. Really? Um, and, but women weren't officially allowed but until 1660, which is earlier than you'd think. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So 1660, women were allowed to... They weren't sort of encouraged as yeah. today. but <laughs> Rightly so. Um, she, but, <laughs> um, she didn't stop there. She learned to play the lute and she would play uh, in oh, public. Oh, man, that's a hot instrument. Oh, the lute it? is the so... Lute. Like, I genuinely Ooh. felt a tingle when you yeah. said lute. <laughs> <laughs> like if your bloke had walked in with a loot satchel, oh, I'd be story. like, it doesn't matter if you're 25 minutes late. Right. <laughs> no. uh, rub your Metallica man bag all over me. That's it. That's it. Um, Sorry, I've not had a drink since October. <laughs> <laughs> what have we done? I don't know. Um, so yeah, she uh, went even more hardcore because she was playing lewd songs. Oh, uh, lute, lute songs. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's awesome. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but she got on stage at the Fortune Theatre and started playing uh, bawdy songs. Um, and and y- is that was that just down to like there is there was a tempo that was just too titillating, like because like how sexy can you get on a lute? <laughs> I'm just trying to understand. She probably sang the Wife of Bath or something. Yeah, okay. and also you don't know the lute might have been the saxophone. Of their times, right? Ooh, right. right. Yeah, like the rock and roll. Oh, yeah. kind okay. Of. So yeah. she was eighties teen movie and everybody. Yeah. I think all yeah, all the porno was the music yeah. was loot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was the devil's music. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's penetration, <laughs> like. <laughs> Just trying to set the scene, guys. Yeah, come, come on. on. You were all thinking it. 
<laughs> and then there was penetration. Uh, so by this time, Mary was 30. Oh, oh my man. God. A so mere much. child. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you think she was ever married? No. Hmm. <gasps> yes. Ooh. But she married an rich man with a heart condition. Ooh, that's the dream. <laughs> <laughs> I've just got a boyfriend with a heart condition. He hasn't got a heart condition. But he's not rich. Anyway, the point is, um, <laughs> do you think she got married? Oh, well, she'd have to marry someone cool to let her carry on doing that in the 1600s. Did she marry a ludist? Oh, that would have been cool oh. acting guys. Can you or imagine them banging by yeah. two loots, like dueling loots. Dueling. Dueling loots. She did. She married Luke Namarkham. See, uh, loot. Loot Namarkham. Was he cool? Uh, he, well, he was the son of a poet, um, but his oh, story. No money. Yeah. <laughs> does not come from but riches. But actually, poetry probably was big business in those days. Oh, uh, yeah, no Netflix. That's like, yeah. <laughs> That's like the rock stars of their day. Yeah. Oh. Um, historians think that this was probably a marriage of convenience uh, set up to give her a means of defending herself in court when yeah. she was defamed as a spinster. Well, you couldn't even be single. That's a crime. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, quite right. That yeah. noise. Yeah. Can you sit over there and do all those noises? <laughs> right under the mic. So I think weary. my mum might be from the 16th century. Yeah. <laughs> How's she on the loot? <laughs> I don't want to think about her on the loot. <laughs> According to uh, later biographies, Mary herself purportedly had no interest in sex, be it with men or women. So she just... Wasn't that into it, mate? Yeah, um, cool. Fair enough. But one of her most scandalous enterprises uh, after she'd sort of like moved on from pickpocketing uh, was she ran a dating agency. <gasps> no! Oh, oh my God, 13 out of 10 would sign up. <laughs> <laughs> so what kind of dating agency uh, do you think she ran? And it was so, 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 so scandalous. She didn't let anyone have Metallica bags, I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was scandalous, did you say? Yeah. I mean, but for the time, just a dating agency, I guess, was scandalous. Yeah. Uh, but I will, I'll tell you that she helped rich men Thank find you. women willing to be mistresses. But that didn't surprise anyone because that was just the thing that happened. But what else What else did she do? Wait, so she's basically facilitating prostitution. Yeah. Did she ask the women what they wanted? <laughs> no. Oh, did she have male prostitutes for the ladies? Well, that's very close. It, it was the reversal of this, uh, where she'd put young men in touch with older married women. Oh, my Ooh. God. Yeah, who were seeking a bit of excitement. Wow. Um, and she described the men she provided as the sprucest fellows <laughs> the town afforded. <laughs> oh, I think wow. I've read that Bumble profile. <laughs> <laughs> Colin, 37, from Reading. And the best part of it, uh, from Mary's point of view, uh, was that she got paid twice. Once by the women and once by the men. Oh my God. Oh my God. God, that's like my last agent, seriously. <laughs> we'll just find loopholes and get to, never mind. <laughs> so uh, after a while though, she got a bit bored of the kind of, that was a lot of admin, I think, yeah. that job. Um, yeah. So she went to do some more hands-on criminality. What do you think Mary did next? Um, just a little thing. She was in her 50s by the time she thought, I'm going to have a career change. Good for her. Yeah. yeah. And what did she do? Uh, hmm. She didn't go back to pickpocketing. No, she went like hardcore. Is it, is it 
Is it still she's doing a crime? Yeah, still or a she, crime. She's not, <laughs> she doesn't just become a child. Is, she kind of, is it sorry. a crime? Sorry. No, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> Female <laughs> workplace. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, we decided that like earlier. We were like, I'll be. Funny. If I harmonise, it'll ruin it anyway. Female oh. <laughs> workplace. Um, <laughs> Um, did is it a crime because she's a woman or is it a crime her next it's career a, plan? A, oh, it's a crime for anyone or is it a crime because she's a woman? The next one. It's just a crime. It's a crime for everyone. Okay. Uh, uh, did she wear black and blue together? <laughs> just desperately looking at my was clothes. It, <laughs> was, it like, <laughs> was it sort of like organized crime? Like she was running the pickpocketing racket? Well, she reportedly became a highway woman. Yeah, like mugging people on the highway. Yeah, wow. And, we don't but they have were like highways here. <laughs> Come on, uh, she would hold up travellers at gunpoint. Oh, wow. Uh, and like I say, she started this enterprise when she was in her fifties. Oh, it? But she had so much energy because she didn't have children. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> Thank you. Think of the cars she would be jacking right now if she didn't have two children. I would be unstoppable. <laughs> I wore this dress to soft play this morning and it was not appropriate. <laughs> Is soft play that's not sex with your husband? Okay, I'm just joking. <laughs> It's just, just a bit of fun. It's just, I'm sure, anyway. This is appropriate anywhere. Uh, my bum, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have tights on, but my dress went, I, I slid down. <laughs> and my dress went up, and I was like pulling it back down. I guarantee Because I am dignified. No, that's fine. <laughs> That's fine. Um, so, so Mary. Soft plays bullshit. Such bullshit. Let's not get distracted. It's like a padded <laughs> cell that you take your kids to. Yeah. And there's nowhere to sit except like weird blocks. Yeah. <laughs> but you can't sit because you have to chase them. No. <laughs> yeah, it's never enough. It's like you're in a padded room with a yeah. big thing and you can't hurt yourself. Like, come over here. You can never leave them alone. <laughs> So Mary, who didn't have children, she uh, she held up a carriage apparently of the because the Civil War had just broken out, and she thought, "Fuck yeah, I'm gonna you know oh, make this work to my uh, advantage." And she apparently she held up the carriage of the Royalist leader General Fairfax, wow. and, um, and shot him in the arm when he didn't cooperate quickly enough. <gasps> oh my Fair god, enough. I love her. She's pretty cool, isn't she? No, I get like that when people don't bring the bill quickly at dinner. So. <laughs> Um, so uh, Mary doesn't seem to have worked as a highway woman for long uh, and she disappeared from public view for several years and ended up in Bedlam does anyone know what Bedlam was? a mad oh, place yeah like who a place for people who are mentally ill yeah. oh no is this oh. the royalists trying to get a vengeance well she yeah it was London's most famous uh, psychiatric oh, asylum oh god yeah. can you imagine who put her in there I don't know I don't know she did that. not go mad I can tell you that well <laughs> <laughs> She, well, apparently she didn't like it says that after a few years she'd been cured of insanity which oh. I like yeah because oh. being tied to a bed does that yeah. <laughs> god we would all be in there yeah. like just think of that yeah. for a second <laughs> no no let's not think about oh, okay. it <laughs> I think it would be kind of fun if all four of us were be like a sleepover we're in nice. the bedlam <laughs> we could get some communion wine <laughs> <laughs> we 
just make it work, wouldn't we? It's like a yeah. head night on a train. They're just like, yeah, we'll have a bit of fun. Um, so she, and always be on my fucking carriage. She died uh, in 1659 at the ripe old age of 74. Oh, that is that brilliant, is old, isn't it? Yeah, that's because if you have kids in those days, you die at 40. Yeah. So that is that is long life. Oh, that Not sounds nice, kids. though. <laughs> Sorry, sorry, I've got a question. Go on. Yeah. Um, what happened to the husband? Yes, good question. Do you know, oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, old loot. Do you, do you know what? In like history, he seems to have been forgotten, which is incredible. Yeah. <laughs> like, it is always the women that are forgotten. And literally everyone's like, he kind of, maybe he died. I don't know. Maybe he yeah. didn't die. I mean, I'm, I'm sure he's dead now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like when she died, her will was um, sort of done or whatever that word is by uh, executed executed by her niece which suggests her husband wasn't alive uh, because women weren't allowed to hold on how was it her niece was it her niece by marriage because she's an only child yeah I guess niece god you are the best detective again have no life watch a lot of Midsummer Murders no I am so impressed thank you I also think you're great thanks okay female workplace I'm sorry Uh, yeah so apparently she instructed her niece to pay extra for her to be interred among the rich and prestigious oh that's so funny what a girl petty till the end (laughs) I love it but just yeah like this will piss them off (laughs) her headstone had a poem written about her by John Milton what? Wow. Yeah, that's a big name, right? That's a yeah. big wow. fucking name. And it's a big poem as well. I read the poem and I was like, maybe I could read a bit. And it just went on for pages and pages. And that's on her headstone. That's all on her all headstone. Of it. Yeah. How big is her headstone? Fucking hell. But her headstone uh, was destroyed. Can anyone <gasps> think who or what did it? Oh, the incels. <laughs> <laughs> they were there back then. <laughs> they were, and they were in charge. Uh, <laughs> the incels? Yeah, there's just dicks all over it. Um, it, poetry, I'll put my balls on your poetry. So <laughs> can you advance on that? <laughs> I don't think I can top that. Unless it was the horse, I think it was probably... Uh, Dancing on her grave. <laughs> uh, well, just a little clue that might the help the you out. Royalists. She died in 1659. That's significant. Because of... Yes! Oh, yes! I fucking love the heckles we get at our show. I I think it was a great part of London. (laughs) Thank you. That's good because I was I was going to say the Olympics, but. Um, it was. It was the Great Fire of London. Um, so the last thing that we uh, can tell you about Mary, about Mole Cutpurse, is that she supposedly made a request about how she was buried, in order that she might be as outrageous in death as she had been in life. Awesome. In a suit. In a suit. Yes. Well, they didn't wear suits, but whatever. Okay. Someone, someone, someone shouted something. What did you shout? In oh, trousers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, maybe. She's. We've got naked. Someone said naked. Naked. naked yeah. Trousers. Maybe she's got the pipe in the coffin. Just <laughs> 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 the pipe. That's not bad because she wasn't oh. allowed a pipe. Look. <laughs> no, I don't. With yeah, the but... horse. Oh. Very nice. Oh. Huge fucking coffin. That would, that would be ostentatious. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it just means the trumpet. Is the trumpet making oh, a yeah, comeback? Oh yeah, the loot, the trumpet. The white sheet. The white sheet. Like a. Oh, that would freak out anybody that robbed her grave. Is it oh. a pistol from a highway woman yeah. days? Oh my god, all of 
What are these things? What a shitty funeral this must have been because we'd have put so many exciting things in the coffin. <laughs> what she said, and this is so like, this is so stupid, but she supposedly made a request to be buried on her face with her breech upwards. <gasps> nice. <laughs> Literally. Awesome. Just her ass in the air. It's like, fuck you guys. That That's awesome. <laughs> this is the greatest woman I ever. Love her. I love oh. her. Oh, oh well, God. I mean, let's hear it for Mole Cup Purse. Yay! So, um, <laughs> I would like totally, like if I met her in the toilets and I was a bit pissed, <laughs> I should be my best friend. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be scared of her, but she'd be my best friend. <laughs> hey, nice sword. Do you want to be friends? <laughs> um, so what we do at the end of the podcast uh, is we ask if anyone's got a listener crime. Ooh. Now... Has anybody got a non-horrific crime that, um, that they want to come and share with us? And you can win. Oh, my sweet Jesus. <laughs> For the listeners at home, Hannah is desperately trying to take the cellophane off an umbrella. This is very erotic. I'm sorry, I left it on because I didn't want them to be like, it's a used umbrella. Gross. Gosh. <laughs> All that needed was a loot. <laughs> so we're like, oh, let's get some... I'm thinking of a fife. It's so embarrassing. So this is a got lute is like a harp, isn't it? Oh like fuck! A- yeah, I didn't I want to say. I was like, she's American. Scene. She doesn't know. The porn scene should have been totally different. Like totally different vibe. Okay, we'll reshoot it later. <laughs> Drunk oh, women wow. solving crime, branded. What? And look, I mean, I'm sorry if anyone's superstitious, but this is fucking badass. Yeah. Oh. There's a tasteful logo on there, just because. <laughs> so, uh, has anybody got a crime that they can tell us about and win this motherfucker? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what a privileged life <laughs> you have lived. Wow. You've never been crimed against? What, a l- oh. guy, but what about an injustice? Any, any, what, any crimes over here? Ooh, come, come on! on. Give a round of applause. Yay! <laughs> We don't mind mild crimes. Yeah. <laughs> What's your name? It's Gemma. Gemma. Hi, Gemma. Gemma. Hi. <laughs> Tell us. Okay, so I was working in a credit card centre, you know, for like when people phone, like they've got a problem with their credit card. Yeah. And it was way over in Dunfermline, like Fife side. don't know if you know that, but <laughs> bad place. And, um, sorry if I offended anyone. <laughs> I'm worried what this oh, mild sorry, crime the friend was. I came with. <laughs> anyway, I was um, on my way into work. This guy pulled up and he was like, oh, I'd really like to take you on a date or what have you. And I was like really Ooh. flattered because I was super extra ugly when I was that age so oh. I was like I was so flattered by this guy and I was like sorry spoiler you weren't oh, okay. <laughs> but I was like oh my god thanks so much but no I'm not sure and he was like okay bye and he drove away and he's really fancy BMW and anyway I finished my shift in like eight hours later and he drove back up to me and he was like excuse me do you want to make a lot of money and I was like I don't know <gasps> and then he proposed to me that I sell him credit card numbers and stuff like that <gasps> oh, wow. and I was just like, I, was like wow. I lived in Edinburgh and I was waiting on the bus so I was just like no uh, okay <laughs> <laughs> and he was like are you sure and I was like yeah I don't know <laughs> and so he then like I tried to write down his um Oh, his, his registration. Like, number, his registration yeah. plate. Oh, yes. But he pulled back up again at the bus stop. He's like, what are you doing? I was like, nothing. 
nothing. Oh. And then he, he was like, okay, and he, he just kept driving up and down. So I just was standing there like, oh, I really hope this bus comes. And then when the bus finally came, I had to phone my mum and cry about how somebody tried to get me to be a criminal. Oh. Yes. Wow. And I was like, I'm not a criminal. Yes. I'm not like I'm smart enough to be a criminal. <laughs> And I'm not joking though, like I'm broke as fuck now, so I kinda wish I'd done it. Uh, a lot of people, if you're out there. I have a question. Uh-huh. How did you know that you worked for the credit card company? Were you wearing a logo polo no, shirt? Yeah, good question. Because basically yeah. it's a massive building in Dunfermline and like it only is for like yeah. the Bank of Scotland. So, oh. And I, he lo- watched me walk in. But then the weirdest thing is that he obviously waited eight hours for my shift to finish yeah. to wait for me to come in. He didn't know what time I finished at. Exactly. So it was totally bizarre. It was so yeah, bizarre. Oh, and the, it, it got reported to the police and everything. He, I did get his license plate wow. written down. But it was false plates and everything. Oh my god! I love what constitutes mild crime in Scotland. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I've got a wee story. (laughs) (laughs) Then you solved it. You solved the crime. You solved the crime, kind of. I've never found him, though. Do you know what I mean? No, but you're still a crime fighter. Don't let him take that away from you. You deserve this umbrella. You really do. Sorry, what does the back of your jacket say? Uh, boss lady. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes, you fucking are, boss lady. <laughs> Do you think that's why he asked you? Because he thought you were the boss of the bank of Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> well, she seems kind of young, but <laughs> I guess. Now, no offense, but because we are all screenwriters, is it okay if we take that story and we pretend that you said yes? <laughs> I feel like what's missing is a Breaking Bad where there's like a teenage girl at the helm of this like, and she just in it she has a shitty home life. I'm not saying that you did. I'm not saying that you did, but she gets in. Okay, we'll do. Okay. <laughs> Thank you very much. Cheers. Thank you. You guys were such a lovely audience. Thank you so much for coming. Drunk Women Solving Crime is produced by Amanda Redman with music by The Lion and the Wolf. You can follow us on Twitter at Drunk Women Pod and Facebook and Instagram at Drunk Women Solving Crime. And please review us on Apple Podcasts. And if you've got a petty crime you want us to solve, then write it in a review and we'll solve it. Thank you to Acast and thank you for listening. And the wonderful Sook Odgler is performing around the UK throughout this autumn. To find out where and when, go to sookodgler.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.